You have your juice with you? Those of you who don't have your juice with you, you have a sheet that was provided of Surah Al-Fatiha with the word-to-word translation. You have it? Keep it ready with you. What do you see on this sheet? Under every word, there are some letters. And then there is also the translation, the word-to-word. Inshallah, in this course, your goal, your target, is that you're going to memorize, you're going to learn the word-to-word translation of the entire Qur'an. It won't be difficult, inshallah. There are many people who have done it. And even if it's difficult, isn't it worth it? Isn't it worth the effort? I mean, think about it. If you can stand in prayer and understand what's being recited, so that you can actually concentrate in your salah, when you read the Qur'an, it actually makes sense to you. Isn't it worth the effort then? Yes, it is. So inshallah, in this course, our target is that we are going to study the word-to-word translation of the entire Qur'an. Now, over here, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to read to you the translation. You pay attention to it. You follow the words along with me. And then I will make you say it. We'll do it verse by verse. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسمي with name الله of Allah الرحمن the most merciful الرحيم the always all merciful now you repeat after me بسمي with name الله of Allah Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahman the, most the Most Merciful Ar-Rahim, Ar-Rahim the, always all merciful. the Always All Merciful Okay What I want you to do is that when you're reading look at the sheet because one of the best ways of memorizing something is yes by listening by reading but also by looking you want to engage all of your senses You want to engage your eyes, you want to engage your mouth, you also want to engage your ears. Everything involved. When you use all of your senses, you'll grasp it much quicker, much easier. Alhamdu, all praise, lillahi, for Allah. Rabbi, Rabb, sustainer, al-alameen of the worlds. Now you repeat after me. Alhamdu, all praise, Lillahi For Allah Rabbi Sustainer Al-Alameen Of the worlds Ar-Rahmani The most merciful Ar-Rahim The always all merciful Now repeat after me Ar-Rahmani The most merciful Ar-Rahimi The always all merciful. Maliki, master. Yawmi, of day. Ad-deen, of the recompense. Maliki, master. Yawmi, of day. Ad-deen, of the recompense. Iyaka, only you. Na'budu. We worship. Wa and Iyaka, only you. Nastareen, we ask for help. Iyaka, 
Only you. Na'budu. We worship. Wa. And. Iyaka. Only you. Nasta'een. We ask for help. Ihdina. You guide us. Asirata. The path. Al-Mustaqim, the one straight. Ihdina, you guide us. As-Sirata, the path. Al-Mustaqim, the one straight. Sirata, path. Al-Ladina, of those who. An'amta, you blessed. Alayhim, upon them. Ghayri, other than. Al-Maghdubi, those who earned anger. Alayhim, upon them. Wa, and, la, not. al those who are misguided. Sirata, path. Al-Ladina, of those who. An'amta, you blessed. Alayhim, upon them. Ghayri. Other than, al maghdubi those who earned anger, alayhim, upon them, wa, and, la, not, al those who are misguided. Was it difficult? Can you do it? You can do it on your own as well? Okay. Let's listen to the recitation of Surah Al-Fatiha. And I want you to focus on every single word. When you're listening, pay attention. Listen carefully to every word. And look at the meaning as well. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. rahmanir rahim الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين. Before continuing with the tafsir of the surah, I would like to go over the words of the surah, just so that you can better understand the words. Because I'm sure Surah Al-Fatiha, because you're familiar with it. It was easier for you to understand the surah. However, when you have to memorize the translation, you should make sure that you understand the words properly. Meaning, why are we translating a word in a particular way? Alright? So, we're just going to go over the words of the surah so that you become more familiar with the Arabic text. Because I don't want you to just memorize without understanding. You have to understand the words and then memorize them. Only then you'll be able to Remember them for longer. And only then you'll be able to become familiar with the words of the Qur'an in general. Alright? You can take notes. So let's go over it. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. 
We'll begin with Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Bismi. Bismi is a combination of B and Ism. B meaning with and Ism meaning name. Ar Rahmanir Rahim, the entirely merciful and the especially merciful. Alhamdu. How do we translate this word? Hmm? All praise or the praise. Why is it translated as all praise or the praise? Remember that this word Alhamdu is a combination of two words. Al and Hamd. It's a combination of two words. Al and Hamd. Al, in the Arabic language, it is known as Lamut Ta'rif. Okay? It's called Lamut Ta'rif. And what it means is the... Alright? It basically makes a noun specific. Just as in the English language you have book, a book, and then you say the book. Is there a difference? A book could be any book, but the book is like a specific book. Isn't it? You're talking about a certain book. So this is what the letters Al do when they come before a word. And sometimes Al also gives a meaning of all, in its entirety, all of it. So over here, Alhamdu, what does it mean? All praise. Over here, what does it mean? All praise, all of it. For who? Alhamdu. Lillahi. Now, Lillahi, this is also a combination of two words. Li and Allah. What does Li mean? One letter. But it means four. It's one letter and what does it mean? Four. So, Lillahi for Allah. Alhamdulillahi. What does it mean? All praise is for Allah. Meaning, He is worthy of it. He is deserving of it. Rabbi. Rabb. What does Rabb mean? Lord. Al-Alameen. The worlds. Al-Alameen. This is again a combination of two words mainly. If you remember Al-Hamdu, what do you have? Al and Hamd. Over here also you have Al and Alameen. Easy? Same concept being repeated? Alhamdu, the praise. Al-Alameen, the worlds. Alright. Now you see this Ya Noon at the end. These letters Ya and Noon at the end. They give the meaning of plural to a word. Just as in the English language, if you want to make a word plural, what do you do? You add an S. Isn't it? So similarly, for certain words, what do we add in the Arabic language? Ya Noon. It doesn't mean that Ya Noon is the only thing you add at the end in order to make a word plural, but it's one of those letters. Alright? So, Al-Alameen. Together, what does it mean? The worlds. Alright? Ar-Rahman, the entirely merciful. Ar-Rahim, the especially merciful. Now again, if you break up the words, Ar-Rahman. What is this? Al and Rahman. So the same rule is being applied over here. The entirely merciful. And then, Ar-Rahim, al and Rahim, the especially merciful. Maliki Yawmiddin. Malik. What does it mean? Master. Yawmiddin of the day of recompense. Maliki. Does it have an Al at the beginning? Does it? No. So we translate it as just master, sovereign, only one word. Alright? There's no the, there's no all, nothing. Just sovereign, master. Yawmiddin. Day, yawmi, again, it's not al-yawm, 
What is it? Yawm. This is why you translate it as day. And ad-deen of the recompense. Again, ad-deen. What do you see over here? Al and deen. So you translate al as the and deen as recompense. Maliki yawmiddin, master of the day of recompense. Iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'een. Iyyaka na'budu. What does it mean? You alone, we worship. Wa iyyaka nasta'een and you alone, we ask for help. Now if you break down these words, iyyaka, what does it mean? Only you. Now one thing that you can remember from here is the letter kaf. Remember that in the Arabic language, many words are made up of just one letter. Many words are made up of just one letter. So we cannot ignore these letters. Alright? For example, ka. How many letters is it? Just one. Right? But what does ka mean? You. Just as li. What does that mean? For. Ka. Ka means you. One letter only. And iya gives the meaning of only. So, iyaka, only you. You understand? Na'budu, we worship. Na'budu, we worship. Now, the word na'budu, when you think of the word worship, what comes into your mind? Ibadah. Are you familiar with the word ibadah? What does ibadah mean? Worship. Alright. So, ain badal, they give the meaning of worship. The noon is what we have to see. The noon over here gives the meaning of we. So, so far you have learned three letters which are words in and of themselves. What are they? Li. What does li mean? For. Ka. What does ka mean? You. And what does na mean? We. So, na'budu, we worship. Wa iyaka. And only you. Now we learned the word iyaka already. What is ni over here? Wa. And wa in the Arabic language means and. Another letter that is a word in and of itself. Wa. And. Iyaka. Only you. Nasta'inu. We ask for help. Now you see over here. Na'budu. What does that mean? Na'budu. We worship. Nasta'in. What does that mean? We ask for help. So na'budu nasta'in. Both begin with noon. And in both of these words, what does the letter noon mean? We. So you see how much repetition there is? You understand? There's so much repetition. So just because of the length of the lesson, seven verses, the entire surah Fatiha, don't get worried because of that. Because so many words are repeated again and again. So nasta'in, we seek for help, we ask for help. Ihdina as-sirat al-mustaqim, guide us to the straight path. Ihdina, guide us. Guide us. Now we learned earlier, na'budu nasta'in. What does noon mean? We. And over here also, ihdina, guide us. Noon is there, just you can relate with it, alright? So ihdina, Guide us. As-sirata, do the path. As-sirat, this is again al and, al and, sirat. Al 
the sirat path. So as sirat the path. Al mustaqim the one that is straight. Again al mustaqim al meaning the and mustaqim one that is straight. Sirat al ladina an'amta alayhim. Sirat path. Earlier what did we learn? As sirat that was the path. Here what do we see? Just sirat. So how do we translate it? Just path. So sirat path al-ladina of those who. Al-ladina of those who. An'amta. You favored. Now over here you see ta. An'amta. The letter ta also means you. Ka means you and ta also means you. There is a slight difference between the two. Inshallah you will learn later. But just for now, ka means you and also ta means you. An'amta, you bestowed favor. Alayhim upon them. Alayhim is a combination of two words. Ala and him. Ala and him. Ala means upon and him means not he. It means them. Alright? Him means them. You could perhaps make a list of all of these words for yourself just so that memorizing the lesson later on is easier for you. A list of which words? Words that are repeated very often. Like na. Similarly wa and li and al and ka and ta. So all of these words that are repeated so often you could perhaps make a list for yourself. And believe me if you do that it will really help you memorize the lesson. Inshallah. Not just memorize but also understand better. So alayhim upon them. غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الضَّالِّينَ غَيْرِ Not the path of الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ Those who brought anger upon themselves وَلَا الضَّالِّينَ And nor those who are astray. Let's break down these words. غَيْرِ It means other than. الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ الْمَغْضُوبِ الْمَغْضُوبِ is al and مَغْضُوب What does al mean? The. مَغْضُوب Have you heard of the word غضب? What does it mean? Anger. So maghdub, those who earned anger. Alayhim. It's being repeated again. Ala and him. Alayhim. Wala and not. Wa comes again. What does wa mean? And. La means not. So wala and not. Abdalin, the ones who are astray. Again. Abdalin. Al. And dalin al means the and dalin ones who are astray. Now again, you see over here the word ends with yanun, and what meaning does it give? Of plural. Now, as you can see, I'm mentioning to you the plurals as well. I'm trying to make you see which word is plural. This means that. You should write in your notes the singulars as well that are provided in class. Alright? Some words that are plural, I'll tell you their singular forms and I expect you to write them down. Alright? So in your notes, what do you have to write down? What's one thing that we have agreed upon? The singular words. Inshallah, I will tell you the singular words of the surah. One more thing. You may see that on the top is the ayah, the words of the ayah. In the second row is the word breakup. Alright? 
And in the third row, what do you see? Some letters. Isn't it so? Do you see some letters? Okay. These letters are known as the root letters. What are they? Root letters. When you think of the word root, what comes to your mind? The base, the foundation, a tree, where something comes from, the origin of something. So in the Arabic language, remember that words are derived from root letters. Meaning that the words, they have a foundation, an origin. Alright, a base. And these are typically three letters. Sometimes there are more and very rarely less as well. But typically, how many letters are there? Three letters. So these letters, they are like the foundation of the word. This is from where the word has been taken out. Alright? So the letters that you see, these are known as root letters. Now, for example, if you look at Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Alhamd, the main letters of this word, the letters from which this word has been derived, what are they? Ha, Meem, and Dal. What are they? Ha, Meem, and Dal. So this also, you are expected to remember. You are expected to remember this as well. So first of all, what are you expected to remember? And write down the singular words. Secondly, the root letters as well. For now, in Surah Al-Fatiha, they have been written for you. But from now on, from Surah Al-Baqarah onwards, what will happen is that during class, as I'm explaining, I will tell you that this word is from the root letters, so, so, and so. What are you supposed to do? Write those letters down. Alright? Why is it important to know the root letters? Why is it necessary? It's very, very important. I'll tell you why. The reason is that the Qur'an, how many words does it have? Many words. Isn't it so? If you're expected to memorize every single word on its own, it would become very, very difficult. But if you remember the root letters, for example, Hamim Dal, you always know that Hamim Dal gives a meaning of praise. Wherever you see the letters Hamim Dal coming together in any shape or form, whether it's Nahmadu or any other shape or form, what will you know? It has the meaning of praise in it. Similarly, the word Na'budu, the root letters are Ain Ba Dal. If you know that Ain Ba Dal give the meaning of worship, any other place you find the letters Ain Ba Dal coming together, what do you know? That this word has the meaning of worship in it. So these root letters, how do they help you? They help you recognize the word. They help you understand the word. Alright? And also remember that in Arabic language, these root letters, from them comes a main word, which is known as masdar. Alright? Inshallah we can do all of these details later as well. But for now, whatever you understand, take it. You don't understand, ignore it. Okay? But those of you who are interested, write it down for yourselves. Alright? So from the root letters, you get a main word which is known as a masdar. Alright? And from a masdar, you get many other words as well. If you want to correctly understand the meaning of a word, then what do you do? You look at all the related words as well. You understand? You look at all the related words as well. When you look at all the related words, then what happens is that A, you have the correct understanding of the word, and B, 
you have a deeper understanding of the word. Like for example, the word Rabb, how is it translated? Lord, sustainer. Alright? Now, if you look at the word Rabb, it comes from the root letters Ra, Ba, Ba. Okay? It comes from the root letters Ra, Ba, Ba. You look at other words that come from the same root. What are they? For example, Rabbatul Bayt. Rabbatul Bayt means the Rabbah of the house and it's used for a woman. Like for example, a housewife. Why is this word used for her? Because what is her responsibility? To manage the affairs of the house. Isn't it so? Not just the house, but the people of the house as well. Those of you who look after your houses, women, what's your responsibility? That you're supposed to be looking after your children, making sure they're eating well, hmm? making sure that their laundry is done, making sure they're doing their homework, they're going to school. You have to make sure there's grocery at home. Whenever you run out of milk, you tell your husband, please go get milk, right? If he happens to open the fridge and find no milk, he's going to ask you, why didn't you tell me? Isn't it? So, Rabbatul Bayt is who? The woman of the house, the one who is responsible for taking care of managing the affairs of the house. Now, if you understand Rabbatul Bayt, and now you look at the word Rabb, does it give you a better understanding of who Rabb is? Does it? That Rabbul Alameen, Lord of the worlds. Who is He? The sustainer, the provider, the creator, the caretaker. Of what? Of the worlds. That He doesn't just create, but rather He creates and looks after as well. And then He nurtures as well. He causes to grow as well. So this is the benefit of knowing the root letters. You understand? What are the two benefits that I've told you? A, it helps you to identify the meaning of the word. And secondly, it helps you better understand the word, go deeper into the meaning. Alright? Because the Arabic language is a very rich language. It's a very meaningful language. Yesterday we learned that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down the Qur'an in bilisanin arabiyyim mubin. Allah sent down the Qur'an in the clear Arabic language. He could have sent down the Qur'an in some other language as well. But why is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the Arabic language? Because it is mubin, it is clear. It's very in-depth, it has a lot of depth in it. Something that is said in Arabic cannot even be compared to something that is said in some other language. Alright? And especially the Qur'an, it's very eloquent. The selection of words, the words that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen, amazing. So to appreciate the miracle of the Qur'an, to appreciate the beauty of the Qur'an, it's necessary for us that we go deeper into the words. In order to do that, the first step is to know the root letters. Okay? So don't think, oh, these letters are just something. No. Give importance to these letters as well. Okay? So let's go over the root letters of the surah. I will tell you a little bit about the meaning, the related words, and then inshallah we will continue with the tafsir. Ready? Okay. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajim We'll begin with Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Bismi. Bismi is a combination of bi and ism. Bi meaning with and ism meaning name. The word ism means name. Have you heard of the word ism before? Have you? Has anyone ever asked you? Masmuki. Ma ismuki. Meaning what is your name? So ism means name. And it's from the root letters. Seen meme wow. Remember that some words have multiple root letters as well. 
Ism is one of them. It's derived from the root letter seen meme wow. It's derived from the root letters wow seen meme. And I'll just tell you the meaning of the word seen meme wow. Sumu means height. What does it mean? Height. From the same root is also the word sama. And sama means sky. Now something that is high, something that is up above, do you see it immediately? For example, if I am sitting on the floor, would you be able to see me? Those of you who are at the back. Would you be able to see me? If I'm sitting on the floor. No, not easily at all. But if I'm sitting on a chair, or if I'm standing up, is it easier for you to see me then? Yes. So something that is at an elevation, that is high above, it's easy to recognize. Similarly, when someone has a name, are they easy to recognize? Yes. Because you can identify. For example, if somebody tells you, can you give me that thing? You're like, what thing? Like that. What is it called? No, this thing. What is it called? Do you want the book? Do you want the chair? Do you want the table? Do you want the pen? What do you want? You understand? So this is what a name is. It gives you the ability to recognize something easily, quickly. Just as when something is at a height, it's easy for you to see it quickly, easily. As opposed to if something is lower. So, Bismillahi, in the name of Allah, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, the entirely merciful and the especially merciful. Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim, both of these names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are derived from the root letters Ra-Ha-Meem. What are the root letters? Ra-Ha-Meem. And Rahmah means mercy. What does Rahmah mean? Mercy. To have compassion, to show sympathy. To be kind towards someone. From the same root is also the word Rahim, which is used for the womb of the mother. If you think about it, when a woman is pregnant with a child and the child is inside the womb, the womb completely covers and protects and nurtures the child who is inside. Isn't it so? Protects, protects the child against the harmful things that could even be in the body of the woman. Isn't it so? The harmful things that are in the body of the woman, sometimes the child is not affected by it. Why? Because the child is secure in the womb. Isn't that amazing? It completely protects, completely surrounds. And inside of it, the child grows gradually. There is where its nutrition is, its food is, everything comes from there. So now, just imagine Rahmah, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That also completely surrounds and envelops every single one of us. It's because of His mercy that we are able to do what we're doing. It's because of His mercy that we are alive, that we breathe, we eat, we drink, we can move. We have the ability to make choices. So, it's all out of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now you understand the word rahmah? Can you just translate that with the word mercy? You can't. You have to go a little deep into the word. So ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, the entirely merciful, the especially merciful. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Alhamd is from the root letters ha, meem, dal. And hamd means praise. And I told you the specific meaning of the word hamd as well. What does it mean? 
to praise someone? That it's such praise that is done for the one who deserves the praise? And secondly, it's done out of love. And thirdly, it's done out of respect as well. So this is why it is sincere. This is why it is true. It's not fake. It's not false. It's not a lie. Alright? So, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Rabb is from the root letters, Rabba. And I've given you the explanation of the root letters of the word Rabb already as well. The word Alameen is from the root letters, Ain Lam Meem. That's the root. Ain Lam Meem. And from this root, we get the word Alam. Alam means a sign. It's also used for a flag, as I explained to you yesterday. And the word Al-Alameen is the plural of the word Alam. It's the plural of the word Alam. Alam is singular and Alameen is plural. You must be wondering, how do I write Alam? You know the simple thing is? Just remove Yanun. Write the word the exact same way. Just don't write Yanun at the end. Alright? So Alam. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. The most merciful, the always all merciful. Maliki Yawmiddin, master of the day of recompense. Maliki is from the root letters Meem, Lam, Kaf. Meem, Lam, Kaf. From the word Mulk. And Mulk, have you heard of the word Malik? Hmm? What does Malik mean? King, isn't it? Mulk, what does Mulk mean? Kingdom. Kingship. So Malik is one who is the master, one who is the owner, one who is the sovereign. But there is one thing unique about the word Malik, which is that Malik is not just someone who has ownership of something, but Malik is someone who also has complete authority and control of something as well. Usually people only have ownership and they don't have authority and control. For example, there could be an owner of, let's say, a store or something like that. But can he decide everything on his own? Can he do everything on his own? No, he has to have a manager. Isn't it so? Manager decides what to do and obviously the owner has the right to interfere but not as much. Similarly, sometimes people have authority but do they have ownership? They don't have ownership. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has authority and He also has Ownership. Maliki. Yawmiddin. Yawm is from the root letters ya wa meem. And yaw means day. And remember that when we use the word yawm, it doesn't just refer to a 24 hour period, but it refers to a day whose length could be different. Like for example, in the dunya, in this earth, the day is how long? 24 hours. But if you go to some other planet, how long would the day be? Different, more or less? Isn't it so? Ad-Deen. Ad-Deen is from the root letters Dal Ya Noon. Dana Yadinu. Which means to give recompense. So Deen, recompense. I told you that Ya Noon gives the meaning of plural. Isn't it? But you see over here that the word Deen ends with Ya Noon as well. Hmm? So is it plural? It's not. Why? I'll tell you why. The reason is that Ya Noon, when it's plural, it's added to the original spellings of the word. Are you with me? Yanun is added to the original spellings of the word. For example, boy, you add S to it. 
So S is separate from the original spellings of the word. Isn't it so? It's not a part of B-O-Y. Do you get it? Similarly, the Ya Noon when it's added for plural, it doesn't have anything to do with the original spellings of the word. Over here we see Deen. What's the root? Dal, Ya, Noon. Dal, Ya, Noon are part of the original spellings of the word. Do you understand? This is why Ya, Noon don't give the meaning of plural. Alright? Ya, Noon will always be added to the root letters. Over here, Dal, Ya, Noon are the root letters. You understand? If you don't, don't worry. This is going to come many, many times. Inshallah, you will understand. Okay? So Maliki Yawmiddin, Iyaka Na'budu. Na'budu is from Ain Badal, from Ibadah. Ibadah means worship. Wa Iyaka Nasta'een. Nasta'een is from the root letters Ain Waw Noon. Again, the word ends with Ya Noon, but it doesn't mean plural here. Why? Because Noon here is a part of the original spellings of the word. So Nasta'een, we ask for help. And it's from the root letters Ain Waw Noon. Aun means help. Ihdina, guide us. Ihdina. Ihdi is from the root letters ha, dal, ya. You might say, I don't see the ya. Do you see the ya? You don't see it. Why? You will learn eventually, inshallah. I'll keep that for later. Okay? I don't want to bombard you with too much information. Alright? So, ha, dal, ya. Have you heard of the word hidayah? What does hidayah mean? Hidayah. Guidance. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for hidayah. So, ihdina, guide us. Ihdi is from hidayah. As-sirat is from the root letters. Sad, ra, ta. Sad, ra, ta. Not ta, but ta. The letter that you see in the word. And sirat means path. Al-mustaqim. Mustaqim is from the root letters. Qaf, waw, meem. Qaf, wow, meme. Again, you might say, I don't see the wow. You don't see it. It's not there. But the original spellings of the word, what are they? Qaf, wow, meme. So, mustaqim. Sirata, path, alladina, of those who, an'amta. An'amta is from the root letters, noon, ayn, meme. An'amta, what does it mean? You blessed. Noon, ayn, meme. When you hear these letters, does any word come to your mind? Ni'mah. Very good. What does ni'mah mean? Blessing. So an'amta, you blessed. So is there a similarity between ni'mah and an'amta? Yes. Both of them come from the same root letters. Now you understand? You have the root letters noon, ayn, meem. And from them come the words ni'mah and also an'amta. This is why both have a similar meaning. So an'amta, you blessed. Alayhim upon them, غيري, other than al-maghdub. Maghdub is from the root letters غين, ضاد, ba. Ghadab. And ghadab means anger. Al-maghdubi alayhim wa al-dalleen. Al-dalleen is from the root letters ضاد, lam, lam. From the word ضلال. Have you heard of the word ضلال? Misguidance. To be astray. Have you heard? من يهدي الله فلا that the one whom Allah guides, no one can send him astray. No one can misguide him. So, those were astray. Ameen. Inshallah, we will 
do the detailed explanation of these ayat tomorrow. We listen to the recitation of the surah one more time before you close your books. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين Go over the word-to-word translation of the surah at home and inshallah tomorrow I would like to listen to it from you. Can you try to do that? How will you do it? Just the way we did it in class, that you read the Arabic, then you read the English. You read the Arabic, you read the English. Alright? Do it like that. Have your sister, your friend, whoever tests you, if you know it or not. And inshallah, we'll practice it more in class tomorrow. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.